Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Busy Doing Nothing Podcast. Welcome to Busy Doing Nothing. I'm your host, Rona. And I'm Diana. So, Diana. Yeah. Uh, do you listen to our podcast? Yeah. I mean, I haven't listened to all of them, but I've listened to like half of them. Okay. So, you don't listen to our podcast. Got it. I haven't <laughs> been in a while, so I haven't been listening. You haven't what? I only listen to podcasts when I drive. And I haven't oh, done that yeah. in a while because uh, mm. I got rear-ended, and uh, and I was out you of don't town. Have a car? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, bad timing Ooh. for this question. Then <laughs> I see All you're right. trying to put me on the spot. Now you feel put you bad. on blast. You feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I do have a couple light topics that I want to talk about today. Okay. Um, first of all, I want to talk about Doberman boys. What? Doberman boys. Do you not Define know this new term? Doberman. The new coin, the, the new term that you just coined. Um, All right. Um, so no. you know how there's golden retriever boys? Okay. It's a type of man that like a type, like, okay, what's your type? Oh, I like a golden boy or like I like a sunshine boy. You know, like those are characteristics, but like golden retriever sure. boy is in line with the breed of dog which is super happy, smiley, like down for everything and like is like doting on you all the time, like just loves the shit out of you, right? Yeah, yeah. And now there's two other types. There's you, Are these ones that you made up or are these No, no, no. Knowledge? These are like a real thing now. Really? Okay. I've never yeah, I didn't just make it up. I promise. I, feel, um, I, hear, I hear them from you. That's why I'm asking if this is anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's Husky Boy, which is typically a man with dark hair and blue eyes. And wow. think of like Vampire Diaries, um, Ian Som. Som. That, I don't know how to say his last name. I, I can't. Som- help you I've never seen it. Somerhold. No, no, but like the actor's name is what I'm trying to say. But um, I also don't he know would be. <laughs> oh, that's fine. But like he would be considered a husky boy because ah. he has the physical traits and like a man who is like very pursuing of you. A little bit darker than a golden retriever boy, right? And then there's the Doberman boy, and I would characterize this man as CEO, very, like, mysterious, dark, like, dominant type of personality. Like, that's the whole, like, stereotype of each of these. I don't really focus on the husky boy because I don't know a husky boy in real life. I only know of the Golden Retriever boys and the the Doberman boys. And recently, I had a conversation with one of my friends in a car, and – I was explaining to her what a Doberman boy was because she also didn't know. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm kind of over – like, I thought I liked Golden Retriever boys. I think I'm over Golden Retriever boys because they show their belly to everyone. Oh. I was like, they they want – you know, they're like, I like a Doberman boy because I feel like there's something about a man who's like not 
super nice to everyone, but is nice to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, no, because I recently had experiences where I was like, oh my gosh, this person is sunshine and they're nice to everyone. And then I was like, oh my gosh, they're nice to everyone, which is like not special. It doesn't feel special. It feels like they would show their belly to everyone and anyone who would rub their belly. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like a Doberman boy, you need to earn their trust, right? Okay. You know, like, and then when they're down bad for you, they're down bad for you. <laughs> I mean, they're a dog after all, right? <laughs> Aren't they all dogs? At the end of the day. They're all dogs, okay? But I just wanted to discuss my new love of Doberman boys. <laughs> is this because there is a Doberman boy in your life? No. Or is it just because no. this is just the type that you want? Well, you know, my friend has recently been asking me, like, what is something that you're looking for in the next romantic partner? And Encounter. Yeah. And honestly, like, I feel like I don't really have a type. I Well, even though I was just like, Doberman boys. I feel like the people that I've liked have been very different from each other. Um, There have been the Golden Retriever boys. There's been, like, I don't know, different – I mean – Granted, I haven't liked that many people, but I don't have a specific type. You know how some people, they go after the same type over and over and over again? And I'm like, sir, are you healed? (laughs) You know what I mean? Is there some trauma that you are like living out? I don't know. Yeah, it's always very uncanny to see if like someone's dating someone that looks similar to their past relationship. It's it's very, it's very eerie a little unsettling yeah it is <laughs> like, oh. And, oh yeah it's like I understand if someone has like a physical type like oh I like this or I like this but yeah. it is very like are you substituting at this point and this has happened to me an ex has done this to me like mm-hmm. after they well after I broke up with them <laughs> um it was weird it's weird yeah I think that's a sign that like they're not healed or they're living out some like sick fantasy i just it, it makes me feel bad for the person the girl involved. yeah for whoever because it's like yeah. they don't know the girl or the guy like you know the person who looks like the other person like their ex or something it just they don't like you y- they don't know you know that they don't know right like and when then they, they find out this person yeah and then they find out and that's like that must be such a I don't know. I don't I don't know how I would feel in that position. I don't think I would like that. <laughs> well, okay, from my perspective, when this happened to me and I found out like the person that they're dating looks like me and their personality is slightly similar to me and this person was trying to like from what I was told, right? Okay. From sources close to the source. <laughs> um I felt very odd. Like, okay, first it felt like they're trying to replace me. And it felt like okay, so did you ever like me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or was it just the type? Or what, like, what What was it, you know? It, it's yeah. very confusing. Yeah, and that's, like, the same could be said for the person, right? It's Definitely. Like, oh, like, am I just a replacement? Am I, like, do you even like me? Like, mm-hmm. Or I'm like, did I damage you? Me through some, like, are you just looking at me and seeing someone else? Like, that's fucked Right? Up. Yeah, it's like, is it a fetish? At that point, would you consider that a fetish? I don't know. I feel like maybe. Yeah. 
Oh, and then, oh my God, there's just so much. I feel like actually this happens, like types happen a lot in the Asian community or people who like the Asian community, if I'm being honest. Yeah, Um, because, uh, you know, I don't really know about the American. I, I feel like looks to a certain degree are... Um, prioritized way too much but i remember like community no 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 in general but in the asian community it is like really important like especially to like moms and like families and like oh she's so pretty like you should marry her just because she's really pretty you're gonna have cute kids you know Mm -hmm. i want cute grandchildren like that's a thing especially in the um from what my experience from who i've dated the chinese community (laughs) that was very important uh-huh to my ex's family um which is why they kept bringing me up apparently <laughs> like years down the road i was like sir um that's rough. that's rough yeah 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 but also it's like weird to me i'm like so you your family only liked me because they thought i was pretty i mean first of all thank you but like second of all <laughs> that's i don't know i just yeah there's so much more to me than that you know um i don't like being devalued just to my appearance me in the modeling industry. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but yeah, I feel like people who like, for example, uh, halves. Like in Japan, people love girls who are half. Really? They just want to have the status of having been with someone who's half. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's a real thing. Like They're like, oh my gosh, you're so exotic. But same thing could be said for Americans who like like K-pop idols, right? Okay. Like, I've had a lot of people in my experience who have, I think, only been interested in me or approached me because they were really into K-pop or, like, anime. hmm And that's really off-putting because I'm like, I see you have a very specific type. And because I kind of look like a main character, <laughs> I'm just kidding, um, because I look like some of your, like, I don't know. I, I have some of the characteristics I could say of anime-esque features or like k-pop-esque features and it's you're asian yeah yeah but it's <laughs> no no but not full-on asian it's like uh well, it's, you, it's you very off-putting like <laughs> it's just very off-putting when you know like when you're talking to someone and then they're like oh i really like this and i'm like hmm so there's is actually that why? <laughs> yeah no i i know i agree i agree because like I've had that happen and they're like, ooh, spicy Latina. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, sir, get away. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, I'm so bland and unseasoned. So No, kidding. no, no. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I am spicy, but not. You are I'm, spicy. I'm just. You're spicy uh, with me. Mm. Ooh. Yum, yum, yum. Yum. Tone it oh, down a little just... with that spice. Mm. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Too much mustard, I see. Wow. Oh, okay. Too spicy for you. <laughs> Can I get I'm that with kidding. no jalapeno? <laughs> Anyways, what? No, but there's, you know, there's like a, it's interesting that you're mentioning just like people having these like racial types. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this thing that I was reading the other day. I think it was on Twitter and it was like, um, like, I don't know if it was like the Facebook dating app. And it was like a study that they did and there's they like showed what race and like gender is Mm -hmm. most likely to pick what other gender. 
And like the one that got picked the most by different from what I remember, I don't like have it in front of me, but the one that got picked the most I remember was was Asian by like other ethnicities or other like do, do okay. you know what I'm saying? I know what sense? you're I know what you're saying, but like I definitely feel like there's a stigma that okay, Asian and I've experienced this, so I'm gonna speak on this. Asian women are submissive and sub subservient, subservient to yeah. the male uh sex. And they're like really proper and they're gonna like clean and do all this and like they listen to you. They're basically like little slaves, but like they're freaks in the sheets is like the whole idea that a lot of men have. So I remember I like said something like that that was just an opinion that I have. And this one guy was like, oh, you're not submissive. Oh, you have opinions? And yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what do you what what does that you mean? Stupid. You stupid ass bitch. Have you have you talked to a person? I know. Go outside and touch grass, my dude. You're giving incel vibes. Oh Get no, out. I found this thing. I found the thing. What thing? The oh thing that I was talking about. Sorry, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, go for it. No, so it's just like different stats, and they're saying that um, like on these apps, women are three times as likely to get interactions than men do. And they're saying that all men seem to be more interested in people outside of their race in general. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? I didn't know that. I didn't know that second part. Um, and it says all women except black women are most drawn to white men and men of all races prefer Asians. <laughs> men of all races. Hmm. Except for one notable exception. What about for men? Is there a thing on men? Because I know like a lot of people don't pick Asian men, which y'all are sleeping on Asian men, okay? Because I feel like I've only dated Asian men. I've dated one non-Asian guy, but like Asian men is where it's at. I don't know. I, something about them, I think they're so cute. I, I'm men? like, yeah. I have, a, never, I, have oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think maybe it's because <laughs> I... I think it's because I just have more in common with the Asian culture, I mean, how I was yeah, raised up. So it yeah, just makes Asian. sense. Yeah. I, you relate. I, I understand that. I, And I think especially, I think it as someone whose parents are immigrants, right? Mm -hmm. Like your mom immigrated here. Like my parents immigrated. Like I feel like you're a little more connected to the culture than, than like other generations down the line are. Mm -hmm. um so it's it, it's really nice when there is that understanding of culture i think yeah like if if i go to eat sushi and this guy busts out a fork i'm walking out you know yeah <laughs> like if you put soy sauce in your miso soup bruh oh it's over it's People over yeah i've seen it so many times because my parents own a sushi place right bruh like the amount of times i wanted to like body slam myself into like oh, the no. wall yeah so many times i'm like no no, why would you add sodium to that? <laughs> you know? Um Yeah, no, I I just I feel like if an Asian man is like I like anime, I'm not gonna immediately be like, uh you know what I mean? Hmm. Not that people can, like other races can't enjoy anime. It just I've experienced this so many times where it's like you don't realize you're fetishizing me. Yeah. Yeah. But you are kind of situation where it is kind of like a 
more of a reaction at this point where I'm like, mm, okay, cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. Anyways, I kind of did want to talk about like what my friend brought up the other day that I was telling you before we got into this conversation. Oh, sorry. I don't right. even remember how we got here. What? Oh, no, no. What, what she was, was like, topic? she was asking me like, um, what are you looking for in your next romantic partner? Okay. And you and I have spoken about this here and there. Yeah. I think you have very clear in your mind what you want generally. Yeah. I mean, I used to have that list, like the requirements list of like all the things listed out and I've changed that. I've gotten rid of that, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I was, that's why I was telling her, I was like, I have so many different types like, I could like the Golden Retriever boy. I could like the Doberman boy. I could like so many different types of people. Like, that's not so set in stone for me. But – and she was like, respect? And I was like, obviously respect. Like, mm-hmm. like girl, you know, because she's also – she also went through a breakup. And she's kind of like rediscovering herself. And she's come to me for a lot of advice for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and – also, you know, I've kind of been in the dating scene here and there nowadays, and I've been really reflecting a lot. And one thing that I think I finally realized is something that a lot of people have been telling me and I didn't understand. It's something you had said to me as well. What? It's follow your feelings, like just feel things. And remember when you first said that to me, I was like, how do I do that? How do I feel my feelings? I don't understand. And you were like, you just feel them. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, if I don't want to feel sad, for example, I I was the type of person who would think of solutions to not feel sad. So I would overcompensate or I would like do busy work mm-hmm. to keep from dealing with the emotion, feeling the emotion, which in turn was making me sadder for a longer amount of time because I wasn't dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And then it would hit me, you know? Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. And it was – stunting my healing process which since then I had worked on and now it's like a faster process for me Mm -hmm. in alignment with that I didn't understand what people were saying when they were like follow your feelings when you're with someone or when you're dating someone so I had interpreted that as if you like them right so in my last uh dating situation um I liked said person. So when they disrespected me or did something really rude, I was like, okay, wait, but I like them. So I should keep pursuing this because that's how I feel. And that's how I was interpreting what you were saying and everyone else was saying to me as in following your feelings. And I was like, oh, but well, no, no. And I was like, okay, but I like them. And that's a feeling, right? But every time Uh I left or I was hanging out with them, or I was done hanging out with them, and I would like be on the drive home or whatever, I had this horrible feeling of like sadness and like emptiness and like just I didn't know what it was, right? Yeah. And I literally just figured it out. I need what? like the feeling is when I'm like what that person makes me feel. Not okay, I can like so many people in the world and you can like It's not the following the feeling of liking someone. It's following the feeling of how they make you feel. Like, do they make you feel comfortable or understood or appreciated or loved or whatever, right? Yes. And I was like, I didn't get that until literally I was thinking about it and it just popped in my head yesterday. What do you mean you 
didn't get that. I didn't. No. I, because. Me. No. Okay. Here's the thing. You're a feeler. I'm a thinker. Okay. How so, did you? No, no. I really didn't understand. Like, I don't. I know you're like laughing at me, but I really I'm, didn't no, understand. I'm like, I'm super confused. I'm not laughing. I'm puzzled. How are you puzzled? I'm not. Okay. I'm really not used to being an emotional feeling type of person. So. How I interpreted you saying that was, oh, I, okay, I feel that I like them. So their amount of disrespect, like maybe it'll wear off in the future. No. And I, but I like them. And I was putting myself through like feeling like shit because I didn't respect myself to be like, you know what? Fuck that. That's not okay. But really if like a friend, okay, so for example, for friends for me, I'm good at cutting people off if I need to and setting those boundaries as friends because the emotions are not as strong, right? Mm -hmm. But for some reason, it wasn't clicking with me and like translating over to the romantic aspect. That's so wild to me. <laughs> am I am I on the right track though? Like did I understand what you were saying? Like it makes I sense, right? Uh, you're, I don't even know because I feel like you're going to come up with that and be like, Next time you do something, it's going to be like, oh, you know what? But like, this is what you said, right? And we'll be like, wait, no, that's not what I meant at all. But did I, I finally know. understand what you meant? I don't know that you No, did. I think, no, I no, 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 no. I'm saying like now I'm following the feeling of how do they make me feel when I like, how do I feel after I've hung out with them? You know, do I feel I mean, inspired? that's a good start. Yeah, that's Am that's I wrong? Wait, you're making at. me think. Am I wrong? Okay, what do you mean? What do people mean when they're like, follow your feelings? I, I, I feel think like that's it. Like I don't. Okay, I got it. I got but it. like okay. I don't know that. <laughs> I don't. I feel I'm, like like I'm saying yes, but uh -huh. I don't want to be like later on be like yeah, that's what you said, right? And then it um, like you had misinterpreted that. I don't know because that because the way you interpreted follow your feelings the first time around is like completely. I missed the mark. <laughs> like oh, just because no. you like them doesn't mean they can treat you like shit and like. Okay, hold on. The The part that's confusing mm -hmm. is how did you – how is that what you took away from it when even when the shitty things were happening and, then, like, all your friends were being like, hey, like, that's kind of shitty. Maybe you should, like, just walk away. Mm -hmm. But, like, how did that – how did that also translate into, like, well, I should stay in because it's a good feeling? It wasn't a good feeling, but – like, I think this is why I would stay in relationships longer than I should because I was like, oh, but I like them. Mm -hmm. That's the only emotion that I was used to detecting really and like, oh, okay, that means that I should stay here. And I didn't understand, wait, but I feel like shit or wait, I feel unhappy or like they don't see me, you know? And I you think know like – what? Sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no. I'll, 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 I'll think. I'll hold on to it. Okay. No, I, I was just. I don't know why it took me so long to like understand that. Maybe it's because I just don't have that much experience in the relationship realm. But I think like the universe brings me the same lesson until I learn it, and then <laughs> it's gonna yeah. no, it's gonna keep bringing it yeah. little amplified each time until one day it really smacks me in the fucking face. And I think I got slapped around a little bit and something was like in me that was just like, no, that's not 
like something's not right. Like I'm, I'm making, if I'm making this mistake and I don't feel good about it, it means I need to look into what that is. And I think I figured it out. So <laughs> I think I figured out the secret. Yeah. I think uh, you're on a good track with, oh, with that God. line of thinking, I guess. It only I took mean, me like 25 years. Yeah. It's, it's, it feels like, it kind of feels like you're trying to, I don't, I don't know, because I feel like that's pretty, I don't know, I guess in my head, that's common sense. So it just, it's funny to hear you discover you just, this and be like, whoa. Well, why didn't you just tell me that? Because like, I didn't know you were thinking that. <laughs> why can't I you just, you it. <laughs> I just want you to explain things to me. I need really strong set of rules. Uh, it's it's so funny because I, you always say that you're very logical and I always consider you as like a very much emotional person. So when you're like, I don't under, I feel like, I think you just don't, like, I think you feel a lot of things, but maybe you don't like you can't put you can't name the emotion like you don't it's hard know. yeah it's i okay the thing is i feel a lot of emotions because i'm a human you know of course i do but yeah but i like, it's I think, hard for me to identify and yeah. what do i do when i identify like you know i can be like oh you know what i feel sad why do i feel sad i don't understand what the trigger is i don't understand when because I used to bottle that the emotions up so much that mm -hmm. maybe i would feel sad way later on yeah. Like out of nowhere. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's like, why, why you would I... cry randomly in public. <laughs> and I'd be like, why am I feeling sad all of a sudden? I don't understand. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I was doing great. And then it, there's just a sadness or like this anger, right? And it's because I didn't deal with it when it first came up. I pushed it down. So now it's harder for me to identify exactly what it is. And so I'm, tr this year, I'm really trying to hone in on the emotions figure out the emotions and become more human. <laughs> you know, it's funny you're mentioning this stuff because it it kind of it made me remember something mm -hmm. and then um you can like uh, you can keep it in or not, but I remember when we watched um Howl's Moving Castle together mm -hmm. and then I was like, "Oh, that was like a sweet emotional story." And then I remember you being like, "I don't get it." Yeah. And then you like told your mom that and then she was like, well, then there's something wrong if you don't, if you can't yeah, feel oh emotion God. from it. Do you remember? Yeah, you know what? That? Okay. Yeah. And I'll, I'll explain a little bit about that because, yeah, you know, I've had this, I think I've had this disconnect for a really long time and I do think it's a defense coping mechanism. And yeah, I'm so, you know, I've, I've mentioned this before, but I'm really thankful for the body and the mind having defense mechanisms in place because it's just trying yeah. to protect you. So thank you, body, right? <laughs> but I would have this thing where sometimes I would watch something or like a movie, for example, and so many people in the world connect with it and it mm -hmm. means so much to them and it's very emotional for them. And I would watch it and feel nothing where I was like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And one day I was just nonchalantly mentioning that to my mom, like years after we had seen this. Yeah. And she said, you know, Rona, if everyone in the world is seeing it one way and experiencing these emotions a certain way and you're not, there's probably a disconnect. There's something wrong with you, you know, like that you're not mm -hmm. able to experience it in the same way. Like, <laughs> and I just kind of sat there like, what? 
<laughs> yeah, because what do you say to that? And I think that was the first time that it really hit me that like maybe I'm really suppressing or blocking an emotional like chakra, you know, like a yeah. I don't know, but it kind of made me think, and I'm. It's crazy that you remember that. Well, yeah, I honestly had forgotten about it, but you mentioning that, like, that's how you thought. Because, because I remember you asking me, like, how do you feel? And then me being like, what do you mean? What do you mean? But like, I I kind of forget that we have those kind of conversations every once in a while and that you mm-hmm. don't like, I don't know. And then that's what that popped that it just popped up in my head because of that. Yeah. Because of your misinterpretation of what. Mm-hmm. So it's like, huh? Yeah. That um, was like a deep memory that hit in, I, in the back of my head. <laughs> I do have a theory. Um, just like some stuff over the years that I had like done my own research. I'm not like diagnosed or anything, but I think like right. as a child, maybe if you're like abused to a certain extent, you just get used to not showing emotion and not reacting to things. Yeah. So when things hurt you or people disappoint you or whatever, like the more reaction you show, the more like you give the other person, right? You're yeah, giving the other power. person power. Yeah. And so for me, I think to prevent that from happening, I've become extremely stoic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm doing acting lessons now. And one thing that I've been really hitting my head against the wall is trying to show emotion and convey emotion. And it's so weird to me because I, I'm on set or I'm on a scene with a, like a partner and they're so good at telling stories with their bodies, you know? And it's truly so inspiring. And as a model, like I've kind of had to do that with myself, but it's more of like a still photo. And you don't have to do as, I mean, of course there are modeling where you do a lot of emotion, but with me, it's like, especially in Japan, they want a very stoic kind of like angelic face, right? So you learn to do that and not tap into too much emotion as you're on a set. But with acting, you're moving and you just need to have experienced so many human situations to, you know, just source off of things as well. I've had such a hard time with my body being so tense because that's how I've probably lived my most of my life being very tense Mm -hmm. being very like non-reactive being one way you know and so now my my coach who is amazing genius he's really honing in on me taking up more space and bringing more energy to a scene and expressing through my face and my body and it's so hard for me and I realized like for me at least Mm -hmm. acting has really been me having to deal with a lot of things in my personal life and like working on those things that's why I've been really adamant on um like inner work recently because I realized how much it's affecting my acting you know and of course some people you know I just started this year so of course I'm not going to be the best of the best the creme de la creme But there's so many people who can turn on a switch and they're just a different person. And it's so amazing to see that skill set. Yeah. I don't I don't have that yet. And hopefully soon, like I will start honing in on a better skill set. But yeah, it's just something that I keep bumping into. It's like expressing myself through my body naturally, you know. Mm. So even in my personal life, I've tried to 
take up more space and I've tried to be more expressive. And I think one thing that I'm really trying to do to supplement that is being honest with myself. I don't know if I mentioned that to you recently, but for example, um, in the past, I'm such a tsundere. I don't know if Americans know what that yeah. is, but it's like where you're you're not honest with yourself. And so if you like something, like say you're, it's usually in like couple romantic relationships. So if a guy that, there's a guy that you like and you're like, oh, I don't like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of am someone who does the opposite of the things that I like. So I'm like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't want to spend time with you, whatever, you know? Oh, I'm not hungry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a little personal. <laughs> yeah. But I have really tried to hone in on when I feel that coming up and be like, no, now is the time to be honest. And I I think it also comes from like being afraid of if you're your true self, will people accept you? And it's like, who cares? Who cares, right? If that person is meant to be in your life, of course they're going to accept you and you shouldn't be afraid to express yourself. So mm-hmm. now I'm coming into myself a little bit more and I'm just like, hey, I'm happy right now. I'm like vibing right now. Like this is really fun. And I don't care if other people are like, oh, like that's lame. You're like whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm just vibing with life. Vibing thriving. Yeah. I think that's really important because I think a lot of people, I don't know, I I feel like a lot of people will, what's the right word? Like block themselves from being who they really are, you know? Like, uh, like, okay, the other day I did it. I was like, oh, like I made some TikToks with you actually. (laughs) And they're so stupid. They're so like, like quirky, weird, right? And I was like, telling my friends about it and I was like oh but I'm not gonna post them because I looked back at them and I was like oh no one's gonna laugh like my humor is kind of odd and I showed it to them and they were like that's really funny like you should post that and don't say you're stupid like why would you say that about yourself and I I don't know what it is I always tell people not to like censor themselves and here I am censoring myself you're stupid <laughs> my other friend said I'm not stupid. This is why I think I'm stupid. It's the people you surround yourself with. You're They're stupid. your biggest Stop enemies. Censoring yourself. Your biggest enemies are the people around you. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Keep I your just... friends close, but your enemies closer. Oh shit. Which one it's are me. you? Oh no. Friend of me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But yeah, I don't know. I just I love the self-discovery of that recently. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't realize you were going through that at the time. Wait, like all the things I just said? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I know you've been doing the self-discovery. I didn't realize you were going through that emotion disconnect. Like, I just, it kind of, like, you mention it every once in a while, but it just doesn't, you know, like, it's just one of those things I don't really think about. So when I'm going about my daily life and I'm just assuming where everyone's going by the same rules mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like yeah, oh yeah of course mean. that's how people feel and then you come up with like oh yeah I thought I like them so it's okay well if yeah they're, like, I, I, disrespectful because I like them like that you know I feel like most people aren't honest they're not honest and 
I feel like when people, when someone says something, I take it at face value of what they said, right? And I realized I'm, for a very long time, I wasn't honest with myself. So of course I wasn't honest with other people. If I like someone to be like, oh no, I don't like you. You know, I'm trying to convince myself that I don't like you because maybe I don't want to get hurt or something. And so I shouldn't expect everyone to be so okay with being vulnerable and expressing the same, like to say, I like you when I can't even do it myself, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I mean, I've definitely expressed me having a disconnect to you before, but I think with you, I'm so vulnerable and I'm very connected and yeah. myself. That's why but, it's always surprising when I hear you mention that. Well, it's, I'm, I'm mainly speaking of like romantic partners. Uh, the, the reason why this came up so strongly for me was, you know, I hadn't really dated in four years or I hadn't liked anyone. So the last right. person that I was talking to, they triggered like the trauma that I had gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I, I don't know what it was about me, but I think in that situation, I started blaming myself like, oh, it's my trauma. Remember I was saying that oh. to you? And everyone around me, when I spoke to them about it, they're like, what the fuck? No, that's them. That's not anything about you. But I turned it into, oh, it's my fault. It's my trauma that caused this issue, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was the one making excuses for that person. And I I think they also think it was my fault because they were gaslighting me into thinking it was my fault because I have the trauma. Right. And so I was the one who was like, (laughs) yeah. And so (laughs) thank you. But I (laughs) no, I was kind of like, I, I think one of the reasons why I was so distraught in that situation and not myself was because I was getting so hard and down on myself where I was like, oh, I'm the one who's disconnected. I'm the one who can't bring my best self forward and it's all my fault. And it really made me feel like shit. And they were affirming that, you know, they were like, yeah, it's all you and you're the one who needs to heal and you haven't done the work. And so since then, I really did put in the work. Like, it's been a very short amount of time, but I really, like, did a lot of deep thinking Mm -hmm. for me to realize, like, not everyone is meant for you in this life and you don't have to like everyone. But also, like, I think he was projecting and that he wasn't healed, you know? And like, I have a lot of theories. Yeah. But I think me acknowledging that, hey, maybe part of me, if I was triggered, wasn't healed. But also like, it's not all on me, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, and I'm okay with that now. And I also don't feel the need to like explain myself or like, I I feel like no one owes anyone an apology or – an explanation of where you're at, you know, because it's always your journey, like whatever, like it doesn't matter. So you don't have to convince people to like you. And I feel like a lot of people, at least the conversations I've had recently have been revolving around, you know, okay, wait, sorry, I'm bringing this up because one of my friends, I'm not sure if I'm quite recalling this correctly, but he had mentioned how it's unfortunate that for some people, Maybe they meet you on an off day or in an off part of your life, right? And forever in their mind, they're going to have this one version of you that sucks, right? And I think he was mentioning how 
he wanted to like change that perception that they have of him, right? And I was like, that's a really valid point because I've definitely experienced that and felt that myself where it's like, oh, you know, I I know where I could have been better and I wish I handled the situation differently. But one thing that's brought me peace is like, it's okay if you're not the best version in everyone's story. You know, sometimes no matter what you do after that, like it's not going to change it, you know? And so yeah. putting so much energy into being like, I'm a good person. Like that was just a bad time. I'm like, like sometimes the damage is just done. And sometimes even if there's no damage, some people just aren't going to like you and it's okay. You know, like I don't want that to be taking up real estate in my mind. Yeah. I, I If you don't mind me mentioning, like Go I remember you told me about how you were upset that this person that you had liked had that bad impression of you after all of a sudden done. And you didn't yeah. want them to have a bad impression. I remember you was mentioning this to me. Mm-hmm. And I was, and it was so frustrating because it's like, well, this person wasn't nice to you to begin with. So why do you care what their impression of you is? Yeah. And I, I think, especially in my job, you know, like it's my job to make casting like me, directors like me, photographers like me, so that they'll pick me again, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had to be kiss-ass to everyone for so many years. And actually, most of my life, I've been like a kiss-asser, right? Like I wouldn't go against the grain because trauma, I don't know, (laughs) just like I'm scared. (laughs) And I think finally I've realized like, hey, you know what? If someone's a dick to you, being nicer to them and showing them more love is not going to make them less of a dick. You don't need people to like you and I think it's more courageous to be disliked like not on purpose but just be yourself and you'll attract the right people you know and I'm so glad I'm finally like there honestly in that situation I feel like it's are you talking about my situation no 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 just like what what you're you're saying like it's like you don't need to like if they're if they're assholes and you're nice, like that you don't need to be nice to them. I think it's like the situation is just. I think it's words. <laughs> All right, sorry. I think I I saw myself go in circles for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, I think you could just walk away. You know, you don't Definitely. need to stoop to their level. You don't need to be like uh take a quote unquote higher road where you're nicer. I feel like Mm -hmm. just leaving the situation and being able, being okay with just walking away with whatever the result is Mm -hmm. of those emotions, like, I feel like that's just the route. I don't know. That just feels like the nice thing to do. I feel like that shows the amount of respect you have for yourself. And I feel like you know, I always say, oh, I, I respect myself. But I think truly, maybe deep down, I didn't until recently. Like recently, I set down, I wrote down a set of boundaries that I'm going to uphold for myself and like relationships and um, friendships, et cetera, right? Like mm-hmm. if this happens, I'm going to say this. Or if this happens, I'm going to walk away from the situation, whatever. And I actually got to use one the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, I got to use one. And I felt so comfortable because I had set that boundary already for me. Wow. And I was like, 
in I'm more in tune with the emotion, right? Like I don't want to do this. Not about it. Whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like okay, cuz I have a friend who she's friends with people that she talks shit about. She doesn't mm-hmm. she says she doesn't like them. I don't know to what extent cuz I'm not her. Right. But she was she was also in a really a relationship where she was kind of deteriorating, I'm going to say. Okay. He didn't respect her. He always looked down on her. He told her what to do. He was very controlling. And then, you know, I don't think she respected herself enough to walk away. And we had this discussion and she kind of agreed. You know, she was like, yeah, I, I need to work on that. And I think it's amazing that she's going to work on that. But yeah, even for me, like, I found it very hard to say no to certain things or set those hard boundaries because – at the end of the day, I was people-pleasing because I didn't believe in myself, you know? And I think we just need to work on the self-worth, honey. Just believe in yourself, people. Yeah, I'm the main character. I'm the main character. Just say that every day in the morning. I'm the main character. <laughs> is, is there a better one than main character? I'm not an NPC. <laughs> I'm not... An NPC. I'm yeah. To think. Yeah, that, that, that works. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. I've been saying that about other people. I'm like, other people are just NPCs. So my social anxiety has really gone down since then. Oh, no. No, no, no. That's good. Social anxiety is gone. Uh, I, huh. <laughs> what? Haven't what? I told you about that? Okay. When I'm like, when you I do have, something. But like. Okay, so I – okay, saying everyone's an NPC is not, like, something that I encourage if it's going to be in an unhealthy way. But I – like, okay, for example, the other day I was at Target and I had, like, this one of those, like, carts that you hold, not the pushy ones, the cart, the big carts, but it was, like, a basket cart. Yeah, the basket. Yeah, and I put it down at the self-checkout and I only put it down, like, halfway on for some reason and all of this stuff fell. <laughs> like, the entire – like, pop, oh, no. you know, it all fell out and – the old Rona, I used to have very bad social anxiety to the point where I didn't like leaving my house and yeah. it gave me – like, you know, and I was scared. I was scared of people. I couldn't make eye contact with people. So from then, I've, I've come a really long way. Yes. yes you know, you to being in front of a camera and talking, making a podcast, like doing all this, you know, going to another country by myself. I'm very proud of myself. Mm-hmm. But the old Rona would have been like – ah oh my god I would have picked up my stuff been very self-conscious my heart would have been pounding I probably would have gone back in line and like hid until the people that were there were gone you know what I mean it's so stupid and no no stupid you're right you're right it all my my emotions are valid and we've worked on it (laughs) you're right but I was so proud of myself because okay my initial thought wasn't NPC but then later on it was like oh they are NPCs because when you do something like that Nothing bad is going to happen to you. People aren't going to throw a riot and be like, oh, look at her. Look at her. She she dropped a fucking basket. What a loser. No one's going to say that. No one really even looked to me. You know, like two people looked and then they just went back to what they were doing, which is very NPC of them. You know, like they didn't have dialogue for that. <laughs> but no, nothing- they didn't have dialogue for that. Yeah. They like- were programmed to react. Yeah. Like. 
Nothing bad is going to happen. People are going to go about their day and no one's thinking, oh, she dropped her fucking basket. How embarrassing, you know? And if they are thinking yeah, no. that, they're probably projecting like it, if it happened to them, you know? Yeah. And I just laughed, but it wasn't like a nervous laughter. It was a genuine laughter of like, I'm so silly, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I know it seems very minuscule when I'm speaking about it right now, but I was really proud of myself because Aww. just of like the the smallest things make you realize how much work you've done on yourself, you know? Yeah. So I was really well, proud it's, of myself. It's in those situations, can I can I offer another thought? Yes. Another thought experiment in that. Mm-hmm. And because you're, you're, you're in this situation, you're saying they're all NPCs. Mm-hmm. But what if they're all playable characters, but they're just too busy playing their own game to notice what's going <gasps> on? Oh, that's cute. That's cute. They're playing their own game. What if, what about here. this? What if they're all a figment of my imagination? Ah, oh, there we go again. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What about this? What about this? What if we're all dead, right? And we're in the death loop and it's just replaying over oh, and over and no, over. No, no, stop. No, no, no. So whatever was going to happen no. has already happened. We're going down rabbit holes. No. No, but I really like yours. That's cute. Aw. We're all one player games. I just want to find my player too. <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm just joking. Oh my God. That'd be so cute. That'd be so cute. You know when like we... <laughs> Remember when we had uh, Animal Crossing and we would like visit each other's like house? Yeah, that's what it feels like. Blood. Can we just build a town together? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! So cute! Oh, Wait, I do love you still that. have that? I do, but it's in Japan for the, for the DS. Yeah. Oh, I know. All my stuff is scattered internationally. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I I don't know what I asked you about the other day, and you're like, "Oh, it's in Japan." Oh, it's probably the Sonic stuff. Yeah, it was the Sonic stuff. Yeah, I want the Sonic yeah. stuff to all conglomerate in the U.S. So when I go yeah. back and come back again, I'm gonna bring it. Nice. But yeah, I'm gonna have a little Sonic shrine room. I'm excited. I'm so excited. But anyways, yeah, um, those are just my Would thoughts of the day. Would you let me see day. your Sonic shrine? Of course. Whoa. Is that even a question? Of course. What an honor. Truly. Truly. Wow. I would. I allow it. <laughs> I feel like we just leveled up. It's been a long time. But... Oh my gosh. How, you know, have you not <laughs> seen it? No, I don't think I ever saw your Sonic shrine. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, it's happening. All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Aww. Anyway, this was a happy conversation. Yeah, that's a cute one. Yeah, I like this for us. Aww. Wow, starting twenty twenty three so strong. Okay. Oh yeah, is this? Uh-huh. No, this isn't the first one of the year. Never mind. No, no, no. We we had a first one. Yeah, we're we're days in already. Come on, so cute, so cute. Okay, so cute. Anyways, I think we're gonna cut it here. What okay. It? Okay, we happy? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this episode, please share it. Tell a friend. Follow us on Busy Doing Nothing Pod. We post there. And if you listen to the podcast, maybe take a screenshot, tag us in it. We reply to DMs there. So you can find me there or you can find me on Instagram or TikTok at Rice Arona. So see you next time. Bye.